Hey, what's up? My name is Dusty Otis. I am the lead pastor here at The Grove in Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much for taking part of your day to be a part of this church, to engage in this message, and for supporting our ministry. It means more than you know. None of what we get to do happens without you. I pray that today's message speaks to your heart. I hope that it helps you move forward in your relationship with God, and I hope that you become just a little bit better in following Jesus because you took the time to listen today. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning. Happy New Year. So thankful that you're joining me this morning on New Year's Day, talking about seven steps to success in the new year. Got my Highlands College threads on, representing Wyatt Miller this morning. Today we're going to identify where we are, where we're going, and how to stand firm once we get there. Great foundational message to start the new year. I hope you're ready to go. Man, it's good to have you here. If you're joining me on Facebook or YouTube or on a podcast, I'm thankful. Make sure you subscribe, like, let people know where we are, especially if this message speaks to you. And so if today's your first time with me, thank you. That means more than you know. And I would love for you to connect. Uh, let me know where you're watching from and how I can help you. And then as always, you can connect with us on social media. I would love to have you there as well. Uh, one of the many platforms that we, uh, that we engage on right here as we, uh, as we hit the New Year's message. And so if you join me for Christmas or Christmas Eve, thank you. We've had a special special couple of services with you to end the, end the year of 2022. And man, I'm anxious to step into 2022. And so as we step into a new year, I'm reminded of what a new day brings. Every day starts with a sunrise. You know, our house, we're Psalms 118, 24 people. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will be glad. I will be glad. And so I want to give you a couple of truths that you can start your new year on in case you like only hang for five minutes and you peace out. Take these with you if you're going to bail. You're going to want to stay for this whole thing, though. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. You're a new creation. The old has gone and the new is here. And the truth is, you are new in Christ every day, even today. That's what Colossians says when it says, Put off the old self and be renewed daily in the image of your creator. So the truth is, you're new in Christ every day. And it just happens to be a new year, so let's go, right? The second truth is found in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. 2022 is over. See, I'm doing a new thing and now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and the streams and the wasteland. And the truth that God gives you here is God calls us to let go of what was. Let go of what was our yesterday. And he said, and he wants us to let go of those things so we can cling to our today to our new identity to who we are in Christ to where we're going in the new which just happens to be today 2023 and so welcome to the new year the third truth that we see and find is in 2 Corinthians 4:16 and 17 therefore if we do not lose heart though outwardly it might look bleak inwardly we are being renewed day by day and the truth here is God continually makes us new every moment of every day he brings a fresh beginning. So it's not just oh, the sunrise. Every moment of every day, he brings a new beginning. There's opportunity in every single second that you breathe. And so then see those as you, as you approach this year. The fourth truth is found in Lamentations 3, and 24. God's love never fails. It is brand new every morning. It is brand new every morning. The truth is this, though we may face difficult times. Okay. Yeah, everybody, right? God renews his grace 
in every situation that we face. It is brand new. God's love never fails. God's love is new every single morning. Walk into 2023 with that truth. And the fifth and final truth I want to share with you is found in Revelation. It's good stuff, okay? Revelation 21, 1 through 5. It talks about a new heaven. I paraphrase this. It talks about a new heaven and a new earth and how God's dwelling place is among us. God's dwelling place is among us and how He is making all things new. All things new. And the truth from Revelation 21, 1 through 5 is God's ultimate goal of renewal is to be reunited with you. It's to be reunited with His people as things were in the Garden of Eden way back when in Genesis, right? And so in these truths, what I want you to walk into 2023 with is you're brand new, okay? These verses about new beginnings reveal that every moment of your life brings a fresh start. And that's what we have today as we step into 2023. God has made and is making all things new, and this includes you. And so step into that and approach every day, not just as a new day, but approach every moment as a new moment, knowing that God is renewing and refreshing you every single second. There's an opportunity for you in that. So grab your Bible and your notebook and whoever's with you. We're going to have a great morning together. By the way, we need to remember as we go into this, I don't want to assume, you know what assume does. Remember that, that your relationship with God is the number one priority. It's, it's it. God's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? And so we don't get more of him. He gets more of us. And so this year, I want you and God to get a little bit closer. I want God to get more of you. And, and that's your first goal. And so we find this in Psalms 16, verses 5 and 11. It says, you, Lord, are all I have, and you give me all I need. My future is in your hands. How wonderful are your gifts to me, how good they are. I praise the Lord because he guides me in the night, and in the night my conscience warns me. I'm always aware of the Lord's presence. He is near and nothing can shake me. And I'm so thankful and glad, and I feel completely secure because you protect me from the power of death. I have served you faithfully, and you will not abandon me to the world of the dead." You will show me the path that leads your life. Your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever. And so mark Psalm 16 because you can go there any day this year you want and be reminded that the Lord has given you all you need and your future, your today and your tomorrow, they're in his hands. And his gifts to you are wonderful, right? And I could paraphrase, but I'm going to move on because we're, we're pinched for time. It's New Year's Day. you got college football to watch, I'm sure, right? And so this block of scripture really sums up who we are, who God's called us to be, right? And my hope for you today is that in 2023, you're going to grow in that relationship with God. That you're going to be a little, bit a little bit closer and that you're going to take practical steps in your day to day. And so we're going to answer some questions this morning. Pretty brief service. Uh, here's what I want to look at first. Three questions we need to answer. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where are you personally? That's very broad. You know the answer to that. Where are we? Where are we? It's kind of a two-part question, right? Where am I personally and where are we? Where are we as a family? Where am I in work? Where am I with business? Where am I in school? Where am I with uh, our kids? Where am I in those relationships, right? Where am I in my relationship with God? Acts 20, 28 says this. Be on guard for yourselves 
and for all the flock that God has appointed to you. Where are you? Where are you? Be on guard for yourself. Take heed to yourself. Take stock. Psalms 27, 23 says, Be sure to know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to them. It's hard to know where you're going if you do not know where you are. And so then we must ask myself or ourselves, where am I? Where am I today in X, Y, and Z? The second thing we want to talk about, even though we're forgetting our past, is where have I been? Where have I been? Life can easily be understood backwards, but it must be lived going forward. So where have I been is really helpful because that was preparation, right? Yesterday's gone. Eliminate your rearview mirror and those past regrets. Remember Romans 3.23, for all have fall short, or all fell short. We, we, none of us reached that standard, right? Thank God for Jesus that he restored us, right? If you want to talk about that, you need to go to the Christmas message and talk about, uh, listen and learn about the hope that we have in Jesus. Lamentations 3.40 says, let us examine our ways, where we've been, and test them, and let us return to the Lord. So then regardless of, of where you've been, you need to look at it, right? Find the high points, celebrate them, and use those to move forward and not to repeat them, right? We don't want to repeat them. So then if we're going to return to the Lord, we got to get back to the gospel. Let's get back to truth. And so James 1, through 24 say, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says anyway. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror. And after looking at his face in the mirror, he goes away and goes, I don't even know what I look like. I don't even know what I look like. So then, as you look back, right, where the, the question was, where have you been? As you look back, don't let that face who you are. Be true to yourself. And as we go forward, operate in truth. Learn from the past. Don't live in it. Okay? Number three, third question. Third and final question, I believe. Where am I going? Where am I going? Motivation gets you started. Habit will keep you going. We have to create healthy habits. Where am I going? A couple scriptures to stand on. Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 says, write down, write it down, write down the plan. Write down what God's revealed to you. Write down where your hope is, your certain hope. Write down where that hope is and make it plain so that you can run with it. For that plan, that hope, that revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. It's going to happen. Though it lingers, it will certainly come to pass. That's the certain hope we talked about last week on Christmas morning. If you want to know the difference between wishful hope, expectant hope, and certain hope, you go back and check out Christmas because our hope is certain this is why we talk about this. The reason you gather with me is because there's a belief in your heart that God's going to do what he said he did. We talk about, uh, when we talk about where we're going, Proverbs 69 is huge. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. The heart of a man plans his way. How is your heart? How's your heart? Psalms 37 tells us, the steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he falls... He shall not be cast down because God upholds him. God upholds him. And then Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Where are you going? Where are you going? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. It's a spiritual thing, right? Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. And so the Bible gives us several, several affirmations, no matter 
where we are, where we've been, where we're going, even if we feel lost, right? God can guide us in the right direction. And he wants to do that for you in 2023. So if you feel lost, it's okay. Okay. Today's meant to encourage you and, and, and to remind you, God's never far away. God is never, ever far away from you. And so take comfort in every circumstance. God will work those things out. God's, the Bible says that God will work those things out for those who love him. So then just stay true in that relationship, right? So now that we understand really where we are, right? Where am I? Where have I been? Where am I going? Where am I? Because to know where I'm going, I need to know where I am. I'm going to ask three more questions, a little bit quicker here. What am I preparing for? What am I preparing for? This is going to help you locate where your hope is, right? Is it gospel-centered? What am I preparing for? Am I preparing to be busy or productive? By the way, there is a big difference between being productive and being effective. A lot of people can produce. That doesn't mean it's effective, right? So you worry about being busy or being effective? Productive, you figure that out, right? And is it gospel-centered? Is it rooted in truth? The second thing that we want to ask ourselves is, what am I expecting? What am I preparing for? What am I expecting? So here's the deal. It's a spiritual law of sowing and reaping. You can't expect what you don't sow. I can't go to the bank and pull money out of an account that I didn't put money into, right? For the measure that you give with it will be given back to you. It's a spiritual law. And so then what are you expecting? What are you expecting? You know, I, I got a prayer request uh, the other day and, and this is, it's okay. Um, we've talked to this person, pray with them. And it said, uh, pray that I'll run into some money. Well, who's, <laughs> who's not praying to run into some money, <laughs> right? And so what are you doing? Are you, are you investing? Are you working? What are your hands trying to do? Is that honoring God, right? God's always going to provide for his people. He always will. If he takes care of the birds, he's going to take care of you, right? And so what are you expecting? And is the return that you're expecting uh, equal to or greater than the investment that you made? The third thing you're going to ask is, how will I get there? How will I get there? It's the start of a new year, Dusty. I got big plans. I got big resolutions, right? How will I get there? Here's what you know. Any plan will work if you work the plan. Any plan will work if you work the plan. So it's consistency. The only question I have, is God in it? Is God in it? If he is, write it down, keep it in front of you, and commit to it. Commit to it. Here's why. There's going to be 52 weeks in your year this year. 52 weeks in every year. There's going to be 168 hours in each of those weeks, and there are 24 hours in each of your days. So then let's talk about how to stay on track. Here's the deal. The first thing is just remember, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You need to know God. You need to be in a deeper relationship with Him. So you're going to commit to a daily time with God. It's who you know, right? You're going to commit to a daily time with God. To win in 2023, seven steps. Seven steps to be successful in the new year. I want you to follow the plan or the path that Paul lays out for us in Philippians 4, 1 through 9. This could be like printed out and sit on your dresser, put on your bathroom mirror, whatever. Paul challenges us to be steadfast and united. Steadfast and united. This is so good. I wanted to read you every word 
that is associated or a synonym of steadfast. Are you ready? Paul's challenging us to be loyal, faithful, committed, devoted, dedicated, reliable, steady, true, constant, trusting, determined, honest, resolute, stout, relentless, consistent, unchanging, unwavering, uncompromisable. Paul in Philippians 4, 1 through 9 is challenging us to be steadfast. All of those mean steadfast. So here's what he says. Verse 1, my fellow believers, stand firm in the Lord. Stand firm in the Lord. Let your heart and soul be solid in your belief. Stand firm. I'm going to go all the way to verse 4. Rejoice. I say rejoice in the Lord always, which means delight and take pleasure in Him. Again, I will say rejoice. There you go. Third time's a charm. What is he saying when he says rejoice? Well, re means to do again. And joy means to be happy. So he's saying be happy again every day, always. Because when you wake up tomorrow, this is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice. I say again, rejoice and be glad in it. Be happy again. Be happy again. Verse 5, let your gentleness lead the way. Your graciousness, unselfishness, mercy, tolerance, and patience. Let your gentleness be known to all people. What's he saying? Operate in spirit. Operate in spirit. Love is gentle. Love is gentle. When I operate in gentleness, I'm operating in, in love. Verse 6, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, which means every circumstance and every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request known to God. Don't be anxious or worried, but instead in everything, be thankful. So what's he saying? I want you to battle angst with thanks. Battle angst with thanks. And verse 7, And the peace of God, that peace which assures, reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. What's he saying? And be at peace. Dusty just read me seven verses. I really didn't. It's just five. Here's what those five verses say. Here's your action step. Action step for 2023. You want to win this year? You want to be successful? That's it's only five steps. There's two more. Okay? First one, stand firm. That's Philippians 4.1. Be solid in your beliefs, heart, soul, mind. Be three parts whole. Be three parts solid. Stand firm. Two, be happy again. Be happy again. It's Philippians 4.4. By the way, I got pulled over. What does he say? Rejoice. I say again, rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. He's saying it again. Rejoice. I will say again, rejoice. Don't have to be told twice. Be happy again. I got pulled over by a cop one time. I was, I was going 42 miles an hour over the speed limit, but I was coming home from a recruiting trip, and I was super polite. And he says, hey, this is a serious offense. He goes, and we talk back and forth. He goes, I'm going to let you go. Okay, with a warning. 
And I said, you don't have to tell me twice. You will not have to, you won't see me again, sir. You will not see me again, sir. Be happy again. Don't have to be told twice. Rejoice, rejoice. Number three, operate in spirit. That's Philippians 4, 5. It's from your heart. It's from your heart. And it's not just with love, it's with truth too. Because that truth that's in your heart is what's going to allow you to walk on firm ground in front of you. Because the Bible can be trusted, the Word can be trusted. It's called a solid rock for a reason. So then, operate in truth and spirit from your heart. That's what Philippians 4, 5 is. The fourth action step is beat angst with thanks. It's Philippians 4, 6. Pray, reflect, keep your perspective positive in every circumstance. Remember, don't be anxious or worry, but in everything, give thanks. Find the good. Find the good. Beat angst with thanks. Find the good. The fifth one, he says, be at peace. Be at peace. It's Philippians 4, 7. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God reassures your heart, transcends understanding, guards your heart and your minds. It guards your heart, it guards your spirit and your soul. It guards your heart and your mind. He's saying, be at peace. What? Well, I can't just take five. I'm going to adopt all five of these. I can't just take number five. I just, I wish I could have some peace. How, do you, how can you be at peace? How can you fulfill number five, the action step number five? When I stand firm with joy in spirit with thanks. Thanks with thanks. This brings peace to my heart and to my soul and to my mind. That's how. And you say, shoot. That's a struggle. Struggle with that. If you struggle with that and you cannot get a hold of your thoughts and your soul is ruling in your heart and you want to go do something unholy, something unrighteous, something dumb, right? You want to do that? I want you to go to number six, Philippians 4, 8. Force yourself to think from your heart. Force yourself to think from your heart. Here's what Philippians 4, 8 says. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute. If there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Let your actions stem from these things. Force yourself to think from your heart, not your mind. Let's say if your mind's whooping your tail, okay? And the last action step is this. Do these six daily. It's Philippians 4, 9. I hope you hang tight to Philippians 4, 1 through 9 in 2023. This is how you're going to succeed. Here's what it says. The things which you have learned and you have received and heard and seen in Jesus, practice these things in your daily life. And the God, who is the source of everything, of all your peace and your well-being, will be with you always. Those, the first four lead to five, peace. The first five consistently are going to take you to six because the world's going to want to win. And you're going to force yourself to think from your heart and not from your flesh or your mind. And because of that, you're going to gain some consistency. You're going to be consistent. And you're going to lead to action step number seven, where you're going to do this daily so that the God who is the source of everything in your life, including the peace that rules your entire being, will be with you 
always. Father, I love you. Thanks so much for the blueprint you give us, Lord, of how to be successful as we step into this new year. Lord, for the life, for the light, for the joy, for the hope, for the peace that we're going to walk in this year, Lord. I ask you to help everybody to go back and reflect on these things, the things that you said through Paul, that you put into Paul's heart that he gave to us. Thank you so much for your son Jesus who died for us and made it possible for us to walk in freedom this year as we go forward from here, from this moment. I love you and I'm grateful. It's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Now, if you are here for the first time, feel free to follow up with me. You can email me, dusty at dustyotis.com. Next week, we're going to talk about the pursuit of purpose. The pursuit of purpose. We're going to look at the life of Joseph, and we're going to learn how our dreams become reality. How do we pursue the purpose that God's called us to, that God's put in our heart? How can we get to that? And so now I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, the knowledge of Him. I pray the perception of your mind would be enlightened so that you would know what His hope, His calling, and His purpose are for you and the great things He has in store for you. Happy New Year. I'll see you next Sunday. Thank you so much for joining us today. It means more than you know to have you with us. And to all of you who partner with us and support the mission of our church, thank you. We cannot be the church without you. Go ahead and click the link in the description to partner with us now, or you can visit thegrovefc.com forward slash partner. If you enjoy the podcast, please take a minute to like and subscribe. And if you know someone who would benefit from hearing this message, share it with them. This is how the gospel goes forward. Thanks again for being here today. God bless you.